Yes, you're listening to the Kingdom Project Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Hall, and today we're going to talk about the new legalism. That's right, the new legalism. I see it all the time. You see it all the time. We hear it all the time. Man, I just don't understand it. I'm wonder. I wonder if many people know what an actual good work is. Like for real, that we are created in Christ for good works, right? Ah, oh, man. Okay. So, what exactly am am I talking about? I'm talking about. I see these these quotes and these posts all the time. Um, be a better you. Go after your, after your destiny, your God sized dream, your purpose. You were, if you're not created for a purpose, then you weren't. You know, you're not living. You know, what's it all for? Um, if you're not taking a risk, you step out of the supernatural. Or <laughs> why? Because because it's a kingdom of risk taking. So you have to be bold. You have to take risk. You have to do this. And it's like quid pro quo. I've done an episode on it. Do something for something. If you want to be like that, like, hey, if science, what is that? If signs and wonders aren't following you, go to where signs and wonders are until they start following you. It's like, like they'll end up being attached to you or something and follow you around like a lost dog. It's these things like that, right, that I'm talking about that people don't understand, I don't think, what a good work is, right? That we are we are God's workmanship. We are created in Jesus for good work, works. It says that in Ephesians 2. And uh, <clears throat> you you can take, take a look at, at this stuff. So I'm going to here in a moment, but... Don't let somebody ta- entangle you with these things of like, like I just said, it, <laughs> get away for that revelation. You got to get the anointing. You got to get the impartation. You got to get the word. You got to get the thing. You got to get the thing. You got to go after the, the dream destiny doctrine thingy you know, or like the power and life and death is in your tongue. So speak word, be, take creative control with God be creative with him and it's exhausting I'm not gonna say that God doesn't give us creativity don't misunderstand me on that last one there he does God's creative we are creative he puts that in in us as part of being an image bearer but don't let somebody try to weigh you down with heaviness to try to be something that you're not all right. As far as like, maybe you're just not a creative person, so you're not going to do creative things. That's okay. Maybe you're not a very, uh, maybe, maybe you're not a very outgoing person. Maybe you don't even like to dance. It's okay. If you just stand there during worship and sing, totally fine. Totally cool. That's not a problem. People are always constantly trying to just get people like excited and encouraged in this self-motivating thing of like, you got to take risk. You got to be bold. You got to step out. You got to do this. If that's not happening, then do this more and do that more. And it's just like, it's a law, 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 do, 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 do. All right. So in Ephesians two, like or I said, you were created 
in Christ for good works. Well, what is it? What's a good work? Well, you'll see it in 5, Ephesians 5, when um, he starts to, like, hey, here, here's all these things, right, that you should stay away from, like sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you, you, the people, the Ephesians, not you, the church, okay? It's you, the church, and the Ephesus church, but as all believers as well, all right? As is proper among saints. This is verse 3 in chapter 5. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking. And he goes on about these things, like all these sins and things of that are the world, right? And they have no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. So let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. And that disobedience could be unbelief. Um, therefore, do not be, become partners with them. Because you were once in the darkness, but now you are light in, in the Lord. So walk as a children of light. Walk as a child of light. You are light. You are salt. You don't put a, a basket over a light, right? No, you put it up so everyone can see it. We know that. Try, and then it says, try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Right? Okay. Um, test it by, what's that mean? It means test it by the standards of God's word. All right? So take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness but instead expose them okay so for it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret but when anything is exposed by the light it becomes visible for anything that becomes visible is light therefore it says awake O sleeper and arise from the dead and christ will shine on you so look carefully then how you walk not as unwise but as wise making the best use of your time because the days are evil and th so do not be foolish but understand what the will of the lord is again to to distinguish to know by the word of god okay do not get drunk with wine um be filled with the spirit all right, and then it goes on addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making a melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. So Paul is modifying a traditional household code here, all right, for the Christian, the gospel does not overturn the order of life it gives a new meaning and each re relationship is reinterpreted to be in the lord wives children servants they look on their husbands their parents and their masters as representatives of the lord and submit to them all right but hus and husbands and parents and masters likewise view the ones entrusted to them as um as Christ viewed the church with a self-sacrificing love. Okay, so submit submission um, is a is appropriate to each relationship. Okay, when he says that, when he um, when we get to this, um, and 
so it's not like you have to submit to me and, and stuff like that. It, it's it's this mutual thing that happens. Why? Because we've been made alive, born from above, a new creation, a new heart, the mind of Christ. We're joined with the Lord in one spirit. Okay, so um, as the spirit is poured out on us, then we are under his influence. Okay, so the result is heartfelt worship, thanksgiving, and mutual submission. And then he contrasts, you know, the foul talk that's to be replaced by wholesome words uh, of all uh, of this thing. Um, doesn't mean we have to sing to each other every time. All right. But <laughs> that would be really funny, though. But it, it, it it's being addressed to one another as well as to the Lord um, for teaching and uh, exhortation and edifying one another. So he goes into wives and husbands, wives submit to your husbands and, and for the husbands, the head as Christ is the head of the church and his body. All right. And then the church submits to Christ. So wives should also submit, right? But husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of the water of the word and then he still like still goes on to makes this contrast there and he talks about children and parents also and even slaves and masters all right check the uh, verse uh, or chapter six verse five slaves obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling with a sincere heart as you would christ all right, not by the way of eye service as people pleasers, but as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, rendering service with a good will as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will he will receive back from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. Masters, do the same to them and stop your threatening, knowing that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven and that there is no partiality with him. Do you? <laughs> I just went about I'm trying to stay nice. <laughs> Slaves, all right. The same word is translated as servants. All right, and masters, but Paul uses this to teach them to honor the Lord through their master, all right, and not to seek attention or only working hard when the master is looking, but as a servant of Christ, because often used by Paul to describe himself as Christ's minister, that he was a servant, a bondservant to Jesus. And it, it can also describe any Christian's redemption from slavery into sin, or slavery. <laughs> From slavery to sin into Christ's service, not into sin, my goodness. True true freedom is not independence um, uh, from God, but independence from sin, death, and the evil. Okay, so, and the masters are to do the same. Um, so, uh, Paul's description here in the last part of Ephesians, it's, his description of Christian life is not exhaustive, but it gives us common examples of vocations or callings in life, all right? And so God calls us to serve him and other people selflessly, lovingly, and conscious of our relationship to Jesus. And we should examine our lives and our vocations, all right? 
So it means this thing that a husband is to be a godly husband and a wife too, and be godly parents. All right. A good work is, I've said these things, I know before, but you are fulfilling your created, and I don't even want to say purpose. All right. But your created purpose, your, and this definitely is in quotes, your destiny as a Christian. All right is discerning God's will by understanding the word, rightly dividing the word of truth, dividing the law from the gospel, and serving and submitting um, as a servant of Christ. Not to the people around you, all right, but we submit our, uh, our to our spouses, and we do it in godly ways under the law of love, and changing diapers is a totally good work. Going to work is a good work. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you work for somebody or if you own your own business. This is a good work that you're doing because you're providing. You're paying your bills, you know, you're paying your bills, you're making ends meet, you know, even if it's just one income uh, family because the wife's at home taking care of of the kid and it, that's okay if the house is messy because she's investing in the child. That's a good work. Dare I say that a mother staying at home, and I'm not just saying this because my wife does, but dare I say that a mother staying at home raising the child or the children and you know playing with them and having fun but also instilling good morals in the word of God and teaching them teaching them love and unconditional love and teaching them the word and how to just be a good, you know, I know that's cliche, a good person, but yeah, but you know what I mean? But investing and pouring their life for years into that individual, dare I say that's probably more important than the person who has started 7,000 churches somewhere, right? Although I don't think it is, I think it's all equal. It's equally as good. Whether you're working 24-7, <laughs> signs and wonders are following you, you're, you've started 7,000 churches somewhere, you're over all of them, or you're a stay-at-home mom, or you're the husband that goes and works uh, every day and brings home a check and pays the bills and make you know and there's food on the table and the kid has good uh you know clothes or entertainment and has fun with the family or whatever i'm just saying like nothing too risky or bold about that dare i say um or you know should i say um <laughs> earlier with chapter six and the slaves these people were slaves not in slaves as we would know here in america in our american history but slaves usually was paying off a debt getting out of something you were going to be a slave to somebody for for a certain amount of time sometimes seven years um dare i <laughs> why am i saying dare i say but you think somebody said Hey, you're not living up to your potential there, slave. You got a god-sized destiny in your heart somewhere, and it doesn't look like you found it. 
why don't you be a little bit riskier and more bold and try to work uh, walk out that destiny inside of you huh why it doesn't seem like you're being very risky here see what i'm saying you can go through galatians go through ephesians you can go through a numerous amount of text in the bible just do a search even for good works in the bible find out what they are now we're not saved by these good works no but we want to do these good works because we've been created new in jesus he has made us born again he has placed us in him we are joined with him and because of that we want to do these things and it doesn't matter if anybody knows about them you know we'll we'll give up our free time to go help the neighbor we'll do things we'll be sacrifice uh, sacrificial in our time in our work or in our money and we'll be generous about it because god has made us new and he has created us new and these are good works and they're fine and they're okay and you're okay where you're at if you're being burdened by the new legalism it's not so much it's not even really so much new but it's it's taken on a, a different shade i guess but it's new uh to some people i guess but if it's burdensome and you're exhausted exhausted from it understand that the yoke of of jesus is light please do that and get in the scriptures and see what a good work is and you'll probably start to see oh i do that my vocation is a good work my being at home raising a child is a good work. My paying my bills on time and being honorable um, to those debts uh, is a good work. These are all good things. This is part of the kingdom of God while we're still in our in our mortal bodies, you know. So don't be dragged down. Don't try to keep up with uh you know the 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 whatever the next next big wave the next big thing that comes along in in pop evangelicalism or the charismatic world or whatever um you know i'm not saying that's all 100 bad but i'm saying they should not be trying to burden you with these things if your life doesn't look like this then do this or whatever that's what i'm trying to get at so take some time read through these uh verses and dissect them and let that light shine <laughs> let it shine it's a good work keep it up all right if if you're if you're doing those things um which i think all of you are um so recognize that those are good things um they're good works and god sees them as very good and um that's the point that's the point well just continue in your good works guys thanks for listening comments questions complaints get on facebook and, and air it out to the world or send me uh email at the kingdom project podcast at gmail.com and until next time be a mustard seed be 11 thanks so much for listening